Hey there, welcome to the YouTube podcast. We took a week off, but we're back and we're ready to go. Guy, um, Craig, Craig, how are you t- tonight? I'm doing well. How are you, Chris? Good. And got the great Joe Castle. Joe, how are you? I'm doing fine and dandy, gentlemen. Happy okay. to be back after the after the hiatus. No, oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Lots of content to. We've been pumping, so people miss the YouTube show, but it's great to have it back. And uh, we're, we're going old school, so <laughs> um, bear with us if you're young and you're listening and you're like, why are they talking about old stuff again? But <laughs> They may um, have heard their parents talking about something that was on, yes. you know, yeah. Apple TV or what was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom, dad. <laughs> we we've tended to skew a little bit older in the show. Brandon, who's uh, been a long time podcast friend of ours, he, he's taking a little bit of a break now. He's probably the youngest guy. He's younger than you, Craig, right? Yes, I he think. is. Yep. And uh, Brandon made me laugh because when Brandon and I first started talking about doing this, I'm like, oh man, I'm not going to be able to keep up with Brandon. He'll be into all this new <laughs> stuff and everything. And Brandon has suggested old school stuff. We watched some. Oh, who's a girl in Mary Poppins? Um, Julie Andrews. Uh, mm-hmm. Brandon had me watching a... We used to review whole movies, and Brandon wanted to watch a Julie Andrews movie, which, oh my gosh, it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have hives kind of thinking about it. Well, it, it was a movie... Uh, what was it? Um, it? It wasn't Sound of Music or Mary Poppins. It was this movie where... She moves to the city. She was like a prudish girl, but she starts wearing short skirts. The men start noticing, and the hotel or the like apartment she was staying in turned out to be a um, a secret like Japanese or Chinese drug pushers or whatever. It, it was really like wild and crazy, and it was like a three and a half hour movie. It was insane. Wow, like, so definitely not Sound of Music or Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, it was a di- well, there was actually a love scene. I mean, you know, Julie Andrews kept her clothes on during the love scene. It wasn't like a love scene like today. But no, she had a love scene with a guy in the car. I'm like, whoa, Julie Andrews. This isn't the Sound of Music Julie Andrews. I mean, <laughs> I think Julie Andrews had a kissing scene in Sound of Music, but definitely not a love scene, so. Crazy stuff. I, I got to figure out the movie. It, it was wild. It just went long. And there was like four different parts of the movie. And they kept on moving the different parts. And back in those times, I don't know if you guys remember, but they had orchestra. Like they would have a orchestra start to it where there was 15 minutes of orchestration. And you'd sit there and watch the orchestra play and then the movie started. And I'm like, we don't have that much time anymore, guys. I mean, we can't. <laughs> We expect yeah. our three and a half hours to be jam packed with explosions and gunfights, or you know, some some sort of actiony thing, or joke after joke after joke. You know, of course, the comedies aren't three and a half hours; they're only ninety minutes. So. <laughs> well, and you guys give me the stink eye because I've, you know, given you like what a half hour or forty five mm. minute thing to watch. And I, I'm getting the totally. stink eye. So yeah, we need shorter stuff. I mean, that's why we're we're. <laughs> Really liking the like fifteen to twenty minute um, YouTube clips. It doesn't have to be that long, but I mean, just you know, that's a kind of a good uh, timing for us. And uh, speaking of that, and, and again, we're <laughs> be patient with us if you're under the age of fifty and you like listen to this. Um, 
you know, we had old David Lerman, and I'm not talking, you know, a couple years ago. Old, I was talking about original David Lerman. We had Larry Melman, I believe. Larry uh, Bud Melman, yeah. Yeah, Larry Bud, who's, yeah, he's no longer with us. It's all um, Lerman had tribute to him sometime in the past. Um, and then we had old Conan, which, you know, I would fight you on that and say, hey, I'm, I'm a Conan fan, but. Conan started when I started college in 97, and holy crap, that's like, what, 25 years ago. So that's old. I mean, Conan's old, and oh, man. So this week, been a lot of Beals talk. We use one YouTube show to kind of review the review of Get Back, uh, the Beals talk. And Joe, again, I'm going to call you know, Joe's Twitter handle will be there if you want to at Joe after the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, was fir firmly tie this one to me firmly. It was, yes. it was me. My, it, was, <laughs> it was my doing, yes. Yes. Well, and, and you might think, hey, you're a small podcast. You don't get that much ads. Well, Craig got a former mobster at him after I made some critical comments, which I was the one who made the critical comments. Craig took the, <laughs> the brunt of that. <laughs> I, I don't know how I got away with that. I'm still looking at my shoulders, seeing if he's following me, but I'm safe so far. We'll see what happens next week. But <laughs> yeah, so this week, um, you know, continuing kind of old TV talk shows and Beatles theme, um, Joe suggested uh, um, a couple of Dick Cavett episodes, and we found a YouTube clip that kind of combined a couple things together. Um, and with uh, he interviewed George Harrison, former Beatle. And he interviewed John Lennon and Yoko Ono. So, couple thoughts on this. I don't want to go blue on you guys, but you know, TV has changed. Um, you know, it used to be okay to say yes. Our host is Dick Cavett, and yeah, not many people were called <laughs> Dick on the TV shows today, probably for good reasons. Would you right. think? Well, or they are called that, but. It's not a shortened version of a popular first name. It's, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm thinking of famous Richards. And, um, you know, Richard Branson. He's called Richard. He's not called Dick, you know. So, you know, I, I, Richard Petty was Richard Petty, you know. I mean, yeah, I come to think of it, yeah, the, well, anyway, <laughs> I, I hate to embarrass the poor guy, but let, let's make a fun reference. Um, Joe, were you there at work? At our work, we have a trivia section of our day, and one of our coworkers, were you there? One of the coworkers had probably the most interesting uh, section of all time. We said, we're talking, our category today is stripper, you know, strip clubs. Not what you think, or strip or something. Were you there that day? I don't know that I was. I might have missed uh, that one. Oh, it was one of her coworkers. It, it was amazing. But, <laughs> no, it was like, we're going to talk about strip clubs. Not what you think, but strip in the is in the answer of everything. Oh, and, that's right. I do remember yes. that. You're correct. It was it was a it was a Jeopardy take on it. It was yes. it was like, you know, you put your best foot forward. All of these have the word foot in them or say, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, that was your. I remember now, and you're, you're correct. It, it, it. Craig, yes, say. it was a, it was, it was a, somewhat, mixed or spicy take for the audience that we had at the time. Craig, <laughs> just like we're in a very diverse community, which is great. We're in a community that definitely um, 
preaches to think about others that we're not making crazy wild comments. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're not crazy on this show, but probably stuff that we talk about on this show probably wouldn't be appropriate to share in a network meeting setting. And the guy got up and said, hey, the category is strip, not what you think, but we're talking about strip clubs. And, and not, not strip clubs, but the answers have the word strip in it. So right. it would be like strip sake or strip... I don't know another strip word that's not the 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 Vegas strip was one of the answers. Yeah, yeah. So it's not always strip strip or whatever. Right. And okay. then he ended by dancing the strip music. I don't. It was. <laughs> it was fun. I, I will bring this up on a public uh, broadcast. But it was great. You missed it, Craig. I wish we had a tape. I would have taped it. Sentia and I would have watched it probably <laughs> twice a day since then because I literally did a spit take. I was uh, telling a never coworker Joe <laughs> that it was hot, and to be to be fair, full disclosure, it was highly entertaining. Full disclosure. See what I did? Oh, I I, I yeah. laughed. Oh, it was great. I laughed. It was great. It was so, so well done. But I do wonder if everyone in the audience thought it was as much fun as I did. <laughs> I, I think that might be a fair question. <laughs> I, t- I talked to a manager and because we were in another meeting, like another manager that wasn't our manager. I was in another call flare that day and we were joking about that. And she was horrified. I mean, she, it wasn't like I'm going to HR horrified. She was horrified. <laughs> she was like, Oh my gosh, it was wild. So sorry. You got funny. Attention. Uh, oh, the other funny take was we had a guy talking about murder and he sounded like the Keith Morrison on NBC. Uh, yeah, there was one other time. And I don't even knew he sounded like Keith Morrison. I, I was crying. I was laughing. Sorry, it was great. All right, I big detour. Sorry about this, Craig. I'm losing everybody here. It's okay. But uh, yeah, but tonight, okay. So Dick Cavett, don't call yourself Dick. All right. Um, they had Dick Cavett. They had a big, the Dick Cavett show. I don't know if you saw that logo on the thing. It was just really weird. Uh, a different time, but uh, they had um, John Lennon and Yoko Ono on the show, and Craig, it was kind of a wild time. I mean, the Beatles just broke up. Not many people like Yoko Ono. It was kind of a controversial guess, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's the stuff of media dreams, really, is being able to get a you know, a hot guess like that where something really big is going on in their lives, not just the release of a movie or a album or anything like that, but actual like drama. So it's kind of, uh, I don't know that something like that would happen these days, really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like the event, you know, usually talk show guests go on because they have an event, right? Yeah. They're promoting something. Well, in this case, the guests being on the show were literally the event, you know, the, mm-hmm. even to the point that. Cavett changed the format of the show and didn't have any other guests on and didn't do a, a, mon- a typical monologue that he would normally do, you know, because the guests were, you know, members in this case, you know, in, in the case of John and Yoko anyway, you know, a former member of the biggest band on the planet. So, yeah, it's understandable why they did that. But, yeah, they weren't. He wasn't promoting a thing. It was just there, you know. Yeah. And Dick Cavett, very different than Jimmy Fallon. I'm not even sure if Dick Cavett's alive or not, is he? He's probably dead by now, right? That's a good question. Okay. I don't know. I don't think so. But now that I've said that, watch, you will have been. Well, but I, I bring that up just to say, 
He it is, was, oh, he's still around. 85 years old. Oh, wow. I, I wonder what he, and I, I'm not saying he would be horrified at Jimmy Fallon, but it was a very different talk show. I mean, it was like the last really good interview talk show we had was Larry King. And I think Larry King kind of lost a little bit near the end. And I'm talking about the Larry King on CNN talk show. But if you think about it, you know, that was the day where your late night talk shows were more of strong interviews. You know what I mean? Like you sat there for the interview. And it seems like today, yeah, you hear from the celebrities, but it's more of a, hey, let's pump up your show, whatever you're promoting. Let's do a fun game and we're, we're out of here. I mean, it seems like there's was a little bit more depth overall when Dick Cabot and some of those other guys are around. Um, what other what thoughts did you have? I mean, I, I thought they broke some ground. Um, I, I think a lot of people thought that, um, you know, John Lennon and Paul McCartney didn't hang out, but and who knows, maybe Lennon lied and made it up, but you know, yeah, they broke some news. Lennon's like, hey, I hung out with uh, Paul last night, and it sounded like they were still hanging out and having a good time. Yeah, I think what stood out to me is, you know, just Obviously, the big news was the breakup, and you know Yoko Ono was at the he was at the center of it for some people. And I, I think the idea that you know Dick Cavett didn't you know skirt that subject was was probably wise, but not something that you know I, I think in in today's era of of media and talk shows, I, you know, if something like this were to happen, I don't know that it would be something you'd always for sure hear, uh, you know, from a talk show host. I mean, some might, but I, I don't know that every talk show host would, would broach that subject. And I think, you know, credit to, you know, maybe like you said, the harder sort of harder questions and harder news aspect of, of these talk shows where, you know, you're asking hard questions, you're asking questions that may make your guests feel uncomfortable and may make your, your guests not want to, be on your show anymore but i think it's uh, it was a, a wise question to ask and you know maybe you got a deflective answer from from um john just as far as oh no you know she helped help george write music and things like that where i think you know it was probably a deflective answer more so than anything but if anything it at least cut the you know cut the tension with it and it was at least something that i appreciate in a in a something that I don't think we'd hear these days as much in a talk show host from a talk show host. Yeah. Joe, I was thinking like, yeah, like what we do is we write trending stories about stuff that happens the other night. And, you know, I'm thinking, man, if we were and grand journalism was different, obviously it was a different era, but man, you know, you have a lot of good stuff there that the next morning you'd be like, all right, I need to write a, a trending story about this. I mean, you know, they're dropping a lot of nuggets. Um, I, I don't know about you, Joe, but the last time I wrote a trending story based on a talk show was when Mark Wahlberg first opened up his car dealership in Columbus, and he <laughs> went Stephen Colbert and went on for like four minutes about how wonderful Columbus is. I'm like, all right, so we wrote a story that did pretty well. So, so I I don't know. I mean, it, it's a different era, and I hate to slam on all the new guys, but it, it just seemed to be, hey, let's sit down and – get some depth. I mean, I, I just love the depth there. It was yeah. good. 
Yeah, I I think I think you're right. I think the format. Well, you know, there was the um, you know not to get political, but you know there was the the kind of kerfuffle a few years ago with um, uh, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fallon and how he had um, kind of gave Trump a boost in his campaign by having him on and soft literally softballing questions was an issue that came up, and of course. It wasn't just with Donald Trump. They do that with all political candidates, the late night talk right. shows. You know, there's a big difference between Meet the Press and the Tonight Show. You know, it's not it's not the same thing. But you know, it's it's I think it's a fair point to say that, you know, Dick Cavett was asking questions that and talking about things that especially at the time with this band, you know, like, oh my goodness, maybe he shouldn't have asked that, like talking about whether Yoko broke up the, the Beatles. But in light of Peter Jackson's recent get back production, you know, it kind of backs up what John was saying. Like, no, everybody got, she was in the studio and got along with people because she did, you know, they, they were all having fun. All Linda McCartney came through and, and, you know, uh, you know, Ringo's wife, there was, you know, it, it was, it clearly wasn't a thing where, Yoko Ono came in the studio and the rest of the Beatles went, man, she's here again. I don't like that. Quite the contrary. You know, they were very welcoming. And, you know, the Beatles, again, I think the Beatles split because it was time for the Beatles to split, not because somebody got a new girlfriend. You know, they were they were the biggest band that had ever been, ever, ever. And they were under this, you know, microscope for you know, a decade. Well, it, yeah, anytime you have the creative outlet, I mean... Because you break up doesn't mean the world's coming in or you hate each other. Sometimes right. it's time to do something different. I mean, I've I've left newspapers before, and it wasn't like I hated newspapers. I liked newspapers. You just creatively, you say, hey, time to do something different with my life. And, you know, it happens. So. Yep. Um, trying to think. I don't know. I, I was trying to think of who had the best interview style right now, and everyone's being goofy and everyone's playing games and everything. Probably, I would think of all of our late night talk shows, maybe Colbert would be the best one. I mean, Colbert frustrates me at times because he gets way too political and I'm like, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, ah, enough of this crap. But I, I, I think I've seen moments where Colbert has had some pretty pointed, interesting interviews where it seems like he's getting more out of his guests. But I don't know, any other ideas that you would have? I mean, Colbert kind of sticks out for me, but Maybe there's somebody else that you, you guys think does a great job of that. Well, I, I I think I agree. I think Colbert does. He probably does as, as good a job as anybody on late night. Although I would put, I would say with an asterisk, we still have the best interviewer, and that's David Letterman. Oh, he's yeah. doing his Netflix thing, and it's not necessarily late night the same format. So I think he would an asterisk on it. On it, you know, and, and I'd go with the. Uh, I would go with uh, Stephen for best interviewer, maybe in still in the late night slot. Because the other guys, uh, sorry, not really, you know, nothing against Seth Myers and, right. you know, James Corden and everybody else. But uh, I do miss what's his name? Oh, Fer- uh, uh, Ferguson. Who's no longer on late night? Uh, Craig, Craig Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Yes, I miss him when when uh, 
James Corden took over for him. I was like, maybe I'm hopeful. No, I'm not. Oh, well, boo-hoo. <laughs> I'm very confused by uh, Corden lately. Uh, I don't know if you've seen, I don't say I've watched the show, but I'll check out a YouTube clip of him. It's, his like show is set up. It's almost like a podcast or a morning zoo show. Like he's got a guy on his side. He's not like a band member. He's just a guy that talks and makes funny cracks and like like it's a very and like all of his writers are like sitting out in the first two rows and he'll refer to the writers too. Am, am I missing something or does is that part of the show too? No clue. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm confused as well. Maybe maybe it's an age thing. I don't know. <laughs> or or maybe I'm confused. Maybe they're filming part of like the rehearsal process. But like I've seen clips, they're like 10 minute clips. It looks like it's a James Corden show where he'll get on. And yeah, I know, especially California, maybe not full audiences are back after COVID or whatever, but he literally has people and it's almost like a podcast. And hey, uh, we're in the podcast, we're podcasting right now, but it's very, it's wild for a late night talk show. I'm like, what, what's going on here? This is very strange. Like he'll have. Like, he has a funny guy in the band that used to do stuff with Conan that he'll refer to, but he's got a guy sitting at desk that he'll ask questions, and it's just very... It's very strange. It's I, I don't know. I've lost a little bit for Corden. I, I kind of liked him when he first came out anymore. I'm like, what is going on here? Very strange. So, Any other thoughts on Thick Cabot? So we want to bring him back you know, Joe says he's still alive. Who, who can even who replace? Should we have him replace Seth Myers? Maybe we could bring him back for a talk show. He wouldn't want to be on that late. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he would. Maybe it would be he could be on super late and it would just be the beginning of his day. <laughs> that he could, could be it. He could tape his show at noon, just run the playback at 1230. You know? <laughs> Why not? I mean, it'll be. It'll be interesting. Yeah, maybe so. give them a weekly on, like a weekly on Netflix or something. I mean, yeah, streaming services are always starving for new content. So, I think you're probably right. I think that's where he'd have to find a home. If he, to be honest, he he'd probably go. If he went on late night, he'd probably slaughter everybody. He'd be like, "Oh wait, that's how it's done." <laughs> yeah, I don't, know he, I don't know if he'd find an audience or not, but he'd certainly be the best interviewer. Oh, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I, I kind of wonder... Um, I, I kind of wonder um, uh, what the... Um, I, I think there's a decent amount of today's audience that wouldn't like an interview show. I mean, I would sign me up if it's interesting. Like, Larry, bring him back on CBS. Just do interviews. I mean, I, I'd be all in. But I think there's a bunch of audience members who want to see them play games or whatever. Yeah. I mean, and now we're talking like the really old men, like you know, get off my lawn or whatever. But that's kind yeah. of where we're at. Old, older, older Dick Cavett looks a lot like uh, Hugh Hefner. It's a weird, like I, I, I <laughs> really. Well, when we when you were asking if he was still alive, I, I googled and um, one of the images that came up. I don't know when the image was taken, but he looks like uh, like Hugh Hefner when he as Hugh Hefner was aging. It's a uh, it's a very you know it's it's kind of a, not uncanny, but it's it's a pretty you know 
double take almost, if you will, when you look at it. It's kind of a strange uh, coincidence, maybe, that he looks a little bit like older Hugh Hefner as he's aged now to the 80 year, you know, 85 years old or whatever. I wonder what the last thing he did was. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, kind of strange. So, all right. Well, let's do this. I haven't had a chance to look, so let's take a couple minutes before we uh, close up shop. Where where should we go next week? I, I'm thinking we gotta get a little a little younger. <laughs> um, any thoughts? <laughs> I'm kind of looking through some stuff I've been watching lately, uh, but I'm definitely open for ideas. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, there's this guy named Mozart. Kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. Trying to pick somebody else. Old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trying to pick somebody else. Old. No. Um, I don't know. Um, I feel like we need to go back to our sweet spot of like food or something. Okay. Well, you know that's that's a good point, Craig. We haven't done anything food related for a for a minute or two. And that is clearly the sweet spot. And by the way, I saw what you did there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've got an idea. It's not food related, but I'm this idea that we could do a couple weeks from now. Um, and, any food providers. I, I think we hit a lot of the ones I regularly check out. Um, well, you know what? There is one that's on my list of food stuff that we haven't. Uh, let me see if I can find them. Any other thoughts, though? No, but as as per usual, I'll probably come up with one about five minutes after we sign off. <laughs> yeah. Well, what we could do is we can, um, you, you know, put down the list. Um, well, I got two options, and uh, Craig, unless you got something that you're you're jumping on, uh, I might play dictator. Um, but I'll give you a chance. Anything that's in your mind that you want to throw out, or um, there is actually one. This is this is a guy that I've watched quite a bit on YouTube um, as a cooking channel. Um, maybe we could pick one of his recipes that he makes. But Sam, the cooking guy, okay. um, is a you know is an interesting guy that uh, it, it gets a little bit risque with some language, but um, he he makes these incredible recipes. His goal is to. Um, sort of help you put down the the checkbook going out to fast food and and actually cooking those meals uh you know where he'll make almost dupes or better versions of white castle sliders or you know breakfast sandwiches whatever it may be so i think sam the cooking guy would be fun to to tackle one of these weeks all right send us a link and we will check out for next week um I would suggest this. We were trying to do a vote. It got a little bit cumbersome. We got a lot going on, everybody. So, I mean, you know, cut some slack. Here's what I would suggest. Let me know what you guys think about this. What if we start getting an order of shows that we do, and we can always change the order if need be? So, Sam, the cooking guy, Joe, unless you have a big issue, we can make that next week. And then we can start to say, hey, here's some things that are going to be in our order. And that way, instead of debating it, we've got that next thing to do. So I got two other suggestions. There's another good food place, healthy uh, junk food. They talk about a lot of fast food, kind of like a Dame Drops guy, uh, but it's a younger couple. They're, they're both skinny. They're not a huge guy like Dame Drops. 
Um, <laughs> and then I think before that, um, I want to hold off a week because uh, Craig and I have talked about some other political topics. Have you ever seen The Circus on Showtime? No. Mm-mm. It is a political-based show, but I love the format. Um, it's kind of like a documentary style, but they have some reporters from MSNBC, and they're very like, yeah. like They're, they're very like, um, Joe, my dream is to run the Ohio State House and have a show like that because they walk around in trench coats. They're like bad <laughs> mofos, and they're, uh, I don't swear, but they drop some swear words in. They're like, hey, efforts. Let's have a great day reporting. And you know what I mean? And again, in today's Gannett culture, I can't imagine you saying efforts to coworkers because <laughs> you're probably getting in trouble. But yeah, I, I just like that, you know, they're they're suave, you know. They're, they're kind of old school journalists. It's kind of fun. So maybe we can just make a list of future shows we could do. But next week, let's do Sam the Cooking Guy. Very good. Sounds good. Yeah, plenty of options to choose from. Before we close, any other things you want to bring up, promote? Um, I, uh, Joe, I got to catch up with some work stuff. I was off today, and I was running off a head cutoff, so I really haven't had a chance to look at what's going on. So I'm sure there's a lot of stuff happening at work. Anything that people should check out? Uh, well, I was actually out uh big part of the day today because uh i we had a power outage we had storms move Whoa. through uh craig was probably witness to some of them a little bit there earlier today but uh, yeah. this, this morning i i had the rare like 8 25 or something like that a.m local time power flickered came back on flickered again and then was gone oh wow so I was kind That's of crazy. I was kind of flying blind for a few hours there myself. <laughs> However, um, I um, do think I, I I'm you know trying not to keep going down the news hole on on all the Ukraine stuff. So I, I was very uh, grateful to have the uh, YouTube show this evening for some lighter content in my day. Rather, rather than seeing, you know, war galloping across Eastern, Eastern, Eastern Europe. So, uh, yeah, I, I, this, this is a, a good palate cleanser for me this time of the evening today. <laughs> well, and hey, uh, not too many Ukraine topics Craig and I are talking about too. So it could be a good night for you <laughs> if you want to hang. Um, and yeah, for me, um, yeah, check out, we had our first college basketball interview. Um, Joe, I don't know if you saw the conversation in our sports chat work, but IUPUI, they play Ohio State this January. They had eight players at the time. They're not down to five players. Uh, kept having injuries, and they didn't want any more players. So the last game of the season, they went up to Oakland. Um, Division One tournament game, they played five dress players. So they all had to play the whole game. They almost won. It was a great um, game. Um, they had the funny thing of they're from Indianapolis. They actually went the wrong way. Their bus driver got the wrong directions. And instead of going right up to Michigan, because you go north, they ended up going through Columbus by mistake. <laughs> and they were like, what's going on? We're in the wrong place. So it was a very frustrating time. But we had uh, two of the guys from the team one. And 
Uh, they were good sports. Uh, the team had a horrible year. They were three and twenty-six this year, but it was fun. It was fun to chat with them. So, yeah, check that out. So, uh, lots of good stuff going on. Again, however you consume the show, lots of ways to support the show on our podcast page. Check it out. And thanks for checking out the Highland. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.